If you are looking to elevate your leadership and drive your nonprofit forward, I invite you to subscribe to the Successful Nonprofits newsletter. Every week, I curate exclusive shareworthy content that sparks inspiration, innovation, and conversation. From the latest trends to timeless advice, the weekly email newsletter is your all-access pass to a treasure trove of resources. But receiving the newsletter is not just about staying informed. It's also about getting our best content first. Subscribers get first access to our newest downloadable templates designed to propel your leadership and amplify your impact. And that's not all, my friend. We are constantly working on new ways to support you and your mission. So as a subscriber, you'll get updates on our latest projects, opportunities to participate in surveys, and a say in the topics that we tackle next. You will essentially get me as a consultant, coach, and confidant in your inbox, ready to help you navigate the challenges of nonprofit leadership. So if you're an executive director, board chair, or a nonprofit leader who believes in making a difference, join me as a newsletter subscriber. Visit SuccessfulNonprofits.com forward slash newsletter to sign up today. And now, friend, let me take you to the episode you've downloaded. Welcome to the Successful Nonprofits Bonus Break. I'm your host, Dolph Goldenberg, and let me reintroduce the bonus break to you. Imagine taking a short five-minute coffee break and getting the added bonus of making you and your nonprofit more successful. Now, we produce the bonus break as a companion to our longer Successful Nonprofits podcast, and the bonus break covers all of the topics that you as a professional or as a board member, care most about. Now, this bonus break focuses on the five things that all fundraisers need to do in this final week of the year. And to a great extent, it is based on when I was the development director at the St. Vincent de Paul Society almost 20 years ago. Now, at the time, St. Vinny's always closed the final week of the year. But as the chief fundraising officer, I came into the office every day between December 26th and December 31st, and I walked through those doors even though no other staff members were going to be there, and I was excited about another great day of cultivating donors and receiving those year-end gifts. Now, let me be very clear that the time between Christmas Day and New Year's is precious to me, and it is often time that I spend with friends and with family. So I fully understand that a day spent at the office between Christmas and New Year is a day that I'm not spending with friends and family. It means maybe I've got to spend time with them in the evening. But I also understand that this is the time when many donors are making their end-of-year giving decisions and also beginning to think about their plans for the coming year. So to make the most of your time in the office at the end of the year, make sure you do the following five things. Now, the first thing is to remind board members of their annual financial commitments. And this is true whether your fiscal year ends on December 31st, July 31st, or some other date. Your board members are thinking about their end-of-year giving now. And they're thinking about that because, of course, the artificial tax deadline of December 31st. What's more, most of the people they might be soliciting are also thinking about their end-of-year giving now. 
And so for this reason, it is a very good time to go back out to your board and remind them about their personal fundraising and giving commitments. This can be as simple as saying, you know, Bob, you committed to giving and fundraising a total of $2,500. So far this year, you've raised $1,850. Thank you. We are thrilled for that. But now is a great time for you to finish off your commitment and raise the additional $650. Now, on the Successful Nonprofits blog, I've actually offered a template for ways that you can present that information to your board member graphically, because some people like to see this in a graph instead of in a paragraph or instead of just like a spreadsheet or something. Now, I also have to say that if you're a paid fundraiser, so if you're the development director, the development associate, the executive director, ideally this report does not come from you. Ideally, it comes from a peer like the board chair or the development committee chair or maybe even the governance chair, although in this case, I think that might be pushing it. So definitely it should be a board officer that is going out to the board members and letting them know both reminding them what their commitment is and letting them know how much they have raised to date in meeting that commitment. I would also suggest that before they send that email, that they first call board members and have a conversation with them about their give get for the year. So your role as a staff member is to put together those reports and then have a conversation with your board chair or your development committee chair about talking to board members. Now, the second thing that you can do is to call the board members who have already met their annual financial commitment just to say thank you. Many of your board members have probably already met their give get, probably did it months ago. But this is still a good time of year to call and express your season's greetings as well as your gratitude for their fundraising and their philanthropic efforts this year. Trust me, your board members will recall that you took time out of a very busy end-of-year schedule to have that conversation with them. Now, the third thing you can do is to pull the list of your 10 largest donors from 2017 and call each one of them. Again, you're just calling to thank them for supporting your organization. This is a brief call. In fact, oftentimes you get voicemail, so it's a brief voicemail. And your only job is to say thank you and to share how their gift helped your organization achieve its mission this year. At no point in the call should you ask for an additional gift. Though, don't be surprised if one or two checks show up in the mail next week, probably because you made those thank you calls this week. The fourth thing that you can do is to also send thank you letters for all of the gifts that you've received in the past few weeks. I know that fundraisers get snowed under in the weeks between Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day. And sometimes it's easy to fall behind on getting those thank you letters out. But donors are always impressed when a gift is acknowledged within days of being mailed. So with many of your colleagues out of the office this week, you may just be able to find the extra time and, and the peace and quiet that's necessary to really put together that thank you letter and merge and mail all of the acknowledgement letters that maybe have been waiting for the last two or three weeks to be put together. And then the last thing, number five, make sure that you solicit the 2016 donors who have not yet given this year. Now, that's actually called a lie bunt. 
That's a, a jargon term in fundraising. It stands for gave last year, but unfortunately not this. So L-Y-B-U-N-T. Your CRM undoubtedly has a Liebunt report. So all you've got to do is run the Liebunt report and then sort it in descending order from the highest gift to the lowest gift. Now start at the top with the highest gift and that's your highest lapsed donor or really your highest donor who's about to be lapsed and start making those calls. In each call or voicemail, express your sincere appreciation for their support and ask that they make an end of your gift to your organization today. Now, if you have hundreds of live months or lapsed donors, whatever you prefer to call them, you probably will not be able to call them all. But try to call your top 20 to 50 donors who gave in 2016, but have not yet given in 2017. What's more, number five also ties in with number one. So if you've got some board members who have not yet met their give get, but are willing to make calls, you can also give them some of these lapsed donor calls as well. Those are the five things that if you can do over the next couple of days, you will reap rewards in the coming year. Now, this bonus break and the Successful Nonprofits podcast is produced by the Goldenberg Group as part of our mission to provide board development, strategic planning, and interim leadership to help nonprofits thrive in a competitive environment. Be sure to visit our podcast website at SuccessfulNonprofits.com or find me, Dolph Goldenberg, at SuccessfulNonprofits.com, GoldenbergGroup.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Thanks for joining us for this bonus break, and I hope you have gained some insight that will help your nonprofit succeed in a competitive environment.